Welcome back, GPS to God. We are so glad that you are back with us. Uh, this is our first real episode in a while. We've had yep. some outtakes. We've had some uh, animal fights, or not animal fight, Noah's Ark tournament. Mm. But mm. Uh, we're back with some real bread and butter GPS to God content. We're glad you're with us. You can email us, mailroom at gpstoguide.com. Find us on Instagram. Check out the website, gpstoguide.com, if you want to. Not a lot on there, but, you know, go check it out. <laughs> if you've been on there the last six months, probably still the same it stuff. It is exactly wanna, the same. Might nothing keep new. from saying that. Well, you know, we, we, we try and keep it real if with the people. If you're actually trying to get people to do that. <laughs> if you have not seen the website, go look at it. If you have seen it, it's the same. Sorry, you lost it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we do, you know, it's got the most recent three episodes on there. So, so if funny. that's where you go to pull your episodes and watch on YouTube, go check that out. But uh, we are excited to go today. Daniel Sanders, Stefano Patterson, Ryan Gotro. We got Jay Robinette and we got Carlos Santiago with us. The only guy here whose hair can rival my own, I think. But he's wearing a hat today. So. Yeah. He has a strong hair game. Yeah, I, I know he does. Yeah. I, you know, he showed up with the hat and I felt a little disappointed uh. inside. But, <laughs> but that's all right because I get to keep it rocking for another week. Nobody knows. Carlos, thanks for coming on. We got a room full of people here. Yeah, I'm excited. Only one has not been here before, and that's Carlos. So we're going to get into a lot of stuff with Carlos. The way I know Carlos, though, is Mr. Disney. Oh, yeah. I I don't know if if that's how uh, you were introduced to me or if I heard a little backstory, but is it true that you are Mr. Disney? (laughs) I've um yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's like I'll take it. And boy, no, no, you just no, got no, a no. lot more clicks yeah. right there. And so. next we are gonna talk about our sponsorship opportunities. Yes, yes. <laughs> but any you, water uh, yeah. sponsors. But Carlos has done a lot of work with Disney. What is that like? What what what's some of the cool stuff you've done, or maybe not cool stuff you've done? Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, um, I've had a chance to do quite a bit of things um, now. Uh, one of them, the main one, being Harmonious Live, which uh, which just finished um, its one and a half year run or so at um, Epcot in uh, in Orlando, and that was a lot of fun. That had replaced the show. Um, that had been there for about 20 years, which was Wishes. And um, we thought it was going to go a lot longer, but it turns out that people weren't really um, fond of the Dr. Octopus, you know, arms Mm -hmm. that were, you know, just hovering over the bay all Mm -hmm. throughout the day, and then they would just light up for a half hour at night. And so, um, yeah, yeah, so that was fun. I've done stuff for Disney uh, Tokyo stuff for um, the new cruise. Uh, done some stuff for um, uh, Disneyland. Um, Wonderful World of Color. I sang in the in the choir for that. And so, yeah, it's been really cool to be able to do that um, and just to be a part of that. What made you get into, I guess, Disney? I, I guess we need to give process, a, a little bit of background for Carlos yeah. too. Yeah, M- musician, vocalist, 
great hair game. I mean, he has several things going. Three for time him. NBA champion. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the, on the <laughs> interview with Corgan? <laughs> yeah. 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 Wrong path. <laughs> that, that's in the Yahoo League and the ESPN League. But Carlos is multi talented, so we're gonna we're gonna get into a lot of cool stuff. But yes. back to the story. Yes. Yeah, um, so Disney path. Yeah, it, it's funny. So it, Jay and I worked in um, Jacksonville at the same church before I moved here, and then uh, you know, and then shortly after he moved up here as well. And um, <clears throat> I had some friends uh, that I toured with in a tenor group a few years uh, ago, and he was very connected to Disney. And he had sang in Voices of Liberty. He had um, moved to Nashville. I think he, it might have been uh, 10 years ago now or over 10 years ago. And he began to do uh, arranging and vocal contracting for a wow. lot of uh, choral anthems. <clears throat> so, and if you know a little bit about that, um, anything that might have been in the choral library at some point from you know, choir books that go out to churches. A lot of session singers in town sing for those things. You know, so it could be a Day Wind, Litlena's Word Music, which is, is no longer Lifeway. Um, but a lot of the people that sing for those sessions have an extensive history of singing for Disney sessions hmm. as well. And so he was one of them, and he said, hey, if you ever move up here, I'll put you to work. And I was like, all right. And so... I um, had a chance to to be a part of that. And uh, originally, the harmonious thing came about because um, the pandemic shut everything down, but they still had this show that they had to work on. And someone in L.A. was too scared to go to do a demo in studio. And so the producer <clears throat> and arranger of, of the show reached out to... A friend, uh, my my friend David, his business partner Laura Cooksey, amazing session singer as well, and she reached out to me and said, "Hey, um, would you like to do a demo?" And so mm. I said, "Yeah, mm. sure." You know, so they sent me the session I did. Um, they said, "Hey, here's what you need to do." It was probably around sixty seconds of music, and they said. Uh, here are all the phrases I want you to do. Five stacks of each phrase. So, what's a stack for a non-music? <clears throat> so, a stack is basically just do another take. So, you need to do five okay. different takes of each phrase, and um, and so I did all of them, and then I sent them out, and they said, "Yeah, this is great. Thanks so much." Um, you know. Um, and a little while later, they said, hey, we actually pitched this to the board for the show, mm -hmm. and they really like your demo. We might end up using it. If we end up using it, we'll let you know. And uh, and so a little bit later, they called me, and they were like, hey, we're going to use your your demo for the actual show, which is crazy because, you know, I was just sitting in my bedroom at home, you know, with a little scarlet <laughs> interface, you know, and a Bluebird microphone and just, you know. Yes. My both of my, you know, I live with two other guys. Both of my roommates were working, and uh, and I'm just locked in my room. You know, put some uh, sheets under, you know, the the door to kind of <laughs> keep sound from coming in and out. And I'm just in there doing take after take after take. Wow. And then you know, that's awesome. And then it happened. Yeah, so it was really cool. And they so they use that <clears throat> recording 
over the life of the show? Or you? Yeah, had, yeah, they did. It was pretty wild. Is that wow. what they call mailbox money in the game? Like, <laughs> yeah, where, where, where the royalties just keep I coming? Like that. Yeah. No, no, because it mailbox was a, a non uh, non union thing. Mm. But they did compensate me well. I mean, it's just at the end of the day, it was 60 seconds of music. A lot of work went into it. But um, aside from that, I did get a chance to be a part of the choir sessions from that, which were held at Sound Kitchen. And, um, and that was just unbelievable because they played mm -hmm. back. We went in there to record, I think it was two full days of sessions uh, for the half hour show. And we went in there and they, they played um, the mock-ups uh, with the orchestra and the fake choir, you know, the little oohs and ahs that they had done in MIDI. And we listened to what they had already done yet, you know, at that by that point. And it was just, just amazing, you know, just chills and you start tearing up because it's just really cool. It's just hearing a lot of this music that everyone's heard for so long, but with uh, people singing it in their native languages. And it was just really cool. So, so this might be a dumb question, but was this <coughs> was this stuff that like just people could go stream and listen to, or was this stuff that was actually at Disney that people could <coughs> come in person and hear you, or how, how what exactly was it for? So what what ended up happening is that they did um, it was the fiftieth anniversary of Disney okay. World, and so they decided to do a new show for for Epcot, mm -hmm. and uh, they did another one for. Um, uh, Ma Magic Kingdom, but that right. was a, I wasn't in that one, so we we ended up doing the one for Epcot, <clears throat> and they did a uh, a premiere on YouTube one night the, of the fireworks show with the audio, and I remember because at the time I was working at my previous church and I was helping out with the youth, and so we finished youth, and I knew that it was about to be time and. <clears throat> and I, I had called my my girlfriend and I said, "Hey, uh, is it is it, do you have it loaded up on on the TV?" And she lived close to the church, and so I just ran. I'm literally running up to try to catch it. And and some part of me, even though I had already filmed or signed the paperwork, I'm like, "What if they don't use it? What if they don't use <laughs> it?" And so I'm just I ran, and the show's starting, and they streamed it on YouTube. Then eventually they premiered it in you know in person um, and and they did that and then eventually they did the the in person recording um, that ended up on Disney Plus which was last uh, June twenty first so gotcha. we're coming up on a year of that cool. yeah so what's the name of that sorry Jay what's, if somebody wants to go on Disney Plus and K is it still on yeah or? and it, and it's got to be quick because uh, since uh, I mean yeah. <laughs> Hulu and Disney Plus yeah. are merging, and mm. so that's one of the things that's getting purged, mm. and it's Harmonious Live on Disney Plus. So, Harmonious okay. Live. Yeah. So I think one thing we we need to get Carlos talking about. First of all, Carlos, you have, I think, your biggest fan uh, goes to our church. Who's that? Uh, <clears throat> and it's uh, a guy named Mr. Bobby Webb mm. because of a project that Carlos worked on that went viral. And I don't know if it's your first viral video. Yeah, it was the first one. First for one, sure, yeah. And so, so Carlos did a video during the pandemic, mm -hmm. and uh, so, and I'm just going to stop right there. Carlos, tell us uh, <coughs> the video that you did, the process uh, that you had for that, and then you guys will probably understand why Bobby 
Uh, by the way, shout out Bobby Webb to you, uh, <laughs> making it making it on the podcast. Yeah, let's go. And uh, so he he loves what you did, and for all the millions of views, he's probably at least two million of the views. That's good. Uh, so, Praise God. So tell him, tell him. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell him what uh, got you going YouTube viral. Yeah, that was really weird because it again it, this all happened around the same time, which was really bizarre. Um, that same friend who who books me for sessions and does a lot of session work, he calls me out of the blue one day, and um, I know how busy he is, and so whenever he calls, I better pick up because the likelihood of me being able to get a hold of him um, later on is very just it's not it's not going to happen. <clears throat> And so he calls me and I'm like, Hey man, what's up? And he's like, Hey, do you got a second? I'm like, yeah, sure. What's going on? And he says, Hey, um, I've <laughs> he says, Hey, Hey man, I've got an idea for a YouTube video that's going to go viral. And how many of us have heard that before? And so I'm like, okay. We say it every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still waiting. <laughs> and, um, and so I, I said, okay, sure. What's up? And he said, okay, so, you know, I, you know, all of these things have shut down, you know, no one's working, none of the session people are working, and um, I've got this great idea of doing um, an acapella arrangement of um, it as well. I already have the arrangement done, and so the idea is every, I'm, I'm sending the arrangement, I'm sending the, the measures and the parts uh, in the piece that, that everyone's going to sing, but it's going to be studio singers that they're going to record themselves singing it, you know, uh, uh, on video. And then we're going to extract mm -hmm. the audio from the cell phones. And then we're going to mix that as the audio, no studio stuff. And it's just like, it, just to show like, Hey, the studio, the session community is like banding together in this really difficult time. It's going to be awesome. Um, so what I need your help with is that once I get all these videos, uh, can you edit it and put it into like this little virtual choir thing? And I said, sure. Yeah, uh, of course I'll, I'll do it. Um, as soon as we get off the phone, youtube.com, you know, <laughs> so I, you know, and I spent two hours trying to figure out how to do that. And, and I sang in it as well. And <clears throat> so then I, I put it together and I had a, a 2015 at the time, 2015 MacBook pro, um, I'm running Final Cut, and I am just trying to do this video. And, I mean, that thing was cooking bacon. It was so hot. I literally had to put um, uh, little ice packs underneath it to keep it cool. <laughs> and so, And then the export, when I did it, and it was only 30 people in the video, only 30. And so when the video exported, I found a mistake. But each export took me about 40 minutes. Wow. <laughs> so, Is it worth keeping? <laughs> so I finally get it done. I send it to him. And um, and then um, we, we had talked, hey, are we going to try to put some money behind this? Like, you know you know, uh, for advertisement, you know, how much are we talking about? And they're like, we talked about it, but we just wanted to be organic, see what happens. We're going to give it a day. And, um, and if it doesn't do anything within a day, then we'll talk about that. I'm like, all right, cool. 
Um, <clears throat> so uh, first off, I sent him the video, and he said, "Hey man, the video's messed up. Something you know is not working." And I'm freaking out. I'm like, it played back perfectly for me. <laughs> yeah. You know what's going on? <laughs> yeah. um, and it's funny. I still have I still have the original video on my phone. He um, he said, "Hold on, let me see. I'm playing it on an old computer. See if it's you know." Oh yeah, sorry, my bad. I played it on my new computer. It works perfectly fine. My bad. So then you know they we put up the video and um, put a little message, um, and then next thing you know, it just starts going. And it just starts going, and we put it on on YouTube, and then we put it on Facebook, and then uh, uh, and then they started, you know, news stations started picking it up, and then it just started uh -huh. blowing up. And so I think collectively it ended up getting around eight million views cross platform. But it got oh, to the point goodness. where like, um, you know like Oprah's lawyers were calling my friend like, Hey, we want to have a conversation about this. David Foster. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Yeah. He's an arranger. Mm -hmm. They call, he called him and it, very funny enough. He had said, Hey, did you write this? Did you write this song? You know, he's like, no, I did not. He's like, wow. You know, it's just you know, great. And so, <laughs> um, yeah, so it was just, it was just a really bizarre experience in which at that point I had done some minor video editing in, in, you know, just because of church work and just, you know, necessity being the mother of all inventions as, as you know, as a former church worker and as all church workers here, you know, uh, y'all know what that's like, you know, you just kind of have to get things done. And so um, that then just blasted open a door. And then next thing you know, a few weeks later, you know, I've got Michael W. Smith's team calling me, hey, he's got this video that he needs you, like, I, I need advice. Get, wow. You know, you have a moment to talk, and you know, mm -hmm. um, can can you do this? And I'm like, hey, I'm I really don't have the time, but I'm willing to help. <laughs> and they're like, is it like I've seen how this is done, and that you just kind of put the video, you shrink it manually, you you know, move it around, and the X Y axis manually, and you just kind of do all these things. I know that that's how you can do it. Is there an easier way to do it? And I said, no, <laughs> that's how I did it. And that's how it was done. And, and then later on, I think what was special about that was the fact that uh, it was one of the first videos of that type where people were actually using not like professional audio, but just mm. like pure audio from your cell phones that then they put together and, you know, and an engineer and everyone donated their time and talents. Nobody got paid for it. Like, <clears throat> so, which was amazing. And so the engineer, you know, the mixing engineer, the mastering engineer, all that stuff, like uh, everyone donated their time. And so it was just something that was really special and something we could look back and just still be really proud of. Cause it, now I, I, part of what I do for a living is video editing too. So that just kind of ended up, you know, funneling into a whole new passion that I didn't know that I had. So that was really cool. Final cut. Carlos mentioned it. Editing software, ed editing yeah. program yeah. for videos right. and stuff. <clears throat> That's what we use right here on GPS Amen. to God. And Amen. Carlos, if you get any free time, we, we got a <laughs> we got a podcast you can edit every week. Yeah. AI is gonna take over. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for that part. We we have a question from a fan. 
Question from a fan. Is it Bobby Webb? Bobby Webb? It is. Is it Bobby <laughs> Bobby Webb? <laughs> this is from a friend of ours, a friend of the show, Miss Amanda Mundy. She wants to know if you get any perks from Disney since you were the voice of Disney. <laughs> the voice of Disney. Oh, gosh. Um, Someone at Disney's watching this right now yeah. going like, mm, He's um, getting stronger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be great if Disney made us blow up or if they got us canceled. Either way, oh, that would yeah. be great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, praise God. Amen. He died for our sins. Amen. <laughs> canceled. <laughs> um, um, no, I... I the, honestly, it was one of the smoothest operations that I've ever seen, and they were extremely kind when we did the harmonious live thing in person. They said, um, "Hey, we're going to get you a one-day like VIP tour guide and pass, and um, <clears throat> and just let us know." And so I, I called my parents, and it so happened to be um, on Father's Day weekend, and mm -hmm. so I just. You know, my my mom had just had knee surgery and um, or she was about to have a, her second knee surgery. I don't remember. But so um, my 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 parents and my sister came uh, from from Jacksonville and they met me down there and we were able to have dinner and then hang out the next day. And so then they show up to the park and we had our own VIP tour guide and um, which was unbelievable. First off, they, they gave us this guide by the correspondence we received, we thought it was just going to be one day. And so imagine you're not expecting this. And, you know, I, I've never really had anything like that. So I, was, mm -hmm. I just felt a little bit awkward, someone just being like tending to you hand and foot, like this really nice young man, super kind. And he's like, hey, do you, do you want anything to eat? Do you want any coffee? Do you want to like... And I'm just like, I'm good, man. Like, thank you, thank you, because that's just kind of what I'm used to, you know. And so I had one of the one of the people. He's like, hey, like, we paid for this. Use him, <laughs> you know. And I was like, all right, bet, you know. Like, um, but the next day, you know, they ended up getting uh, passes for my family, and then it was just one of those things where. You know, uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride had just come out, mm -hmm. and it was like we went back through like secret walls and doors and whatever, straight to the front of the line at every ride, wherever Pandora, if we wanted to get, you know, on, on Flight of Passage, whatever. It was the most amazing thing. Um, so and you were getting all the dirty looks. I was. Why, why is he going <laughs> to yeah, skip us? Yeah. Yeah. Who's this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it felt, and it yeah. felt good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their, <laughs> hate, <laughs> their hatred fueled me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it, it was... It, <laughs> well, because I've been the one who gave those dirty right, looks. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, now you're on the other side. Yeah. Now you're on the other side. Uh, now on the other side, I was like, well, maybe I misjudged them a little bit, you know? Maybe, maybe they have a nice family, you know? Maybe their mom's in a wheelchair and they're having surgery. <laughs> You know, it's just that's maybe amazing. one of those things. Oh, that's uh, great. Yeah, but that was the, that was the best. Um, honest, honestly, <laughs> that was just the best part. And 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 just for all the listeners, like m the people that I've worked with, and especially some of my friends, they have done for the last twenty years. So like my friend um, David Wise, he was in Wishes when you know he was one of the voices, and so that show went on for twenty years. 
Like, so if anyone's really Mr. Disney, it's probably him, you know, like, uh, I mean, some of these people, like if you, if you look at their credit list of the things and the people that they've sang for, it's just unbelievable. And you don't really realize that. And these are people too, that just, you know, serve in their local church and they just uh, kind of unsung heroes, which is a funny kind of a misnomer, uh, considering they're all singers, but they just, they all are, are just amazing people who love to sing and they've been in movies, projects, video games, things that you just have probably never known that they're there, but they mm-hmm. are. So it's just really cool. Disney's is like a family too. Like even if you left for a little bit, there's a way for you to get back in. Right. Cause like our mutual friend, Tiffany Casey. Oh yeah. yeah. She She's was in, in voices. Yeah. She was in voices of Liberty, which is the show at Epcot. And she moved to Atlanta, and then they just recently moved back like a year or two years ago mm-hmm. to Orlando. And she, her first show back with Voices was mm-hmm. this past weekend. So, mm-hmm. but she, you know, has already been that family. <clears throat> so even though she was gone for years, they brought her back. Yeah. So is that still kind of the the family vibe with Disney? So well, I wouldn't know from the from the Voices aspect, mm-hmm. but I do know that the people who are in Voices, it it really is like that. You okay. know, it's mm-hmm. just like. Um, you know, and David was in Voices, and a lot of people that live here now used to be in Voices or worked in Orlando or in parks at some point and or cruise ships and, and did a lot of that stuff. And so, yeah, there is a kind of a continuity. And it's funny because there's a, uh, a guy um, who uh, I know who used to live here. He just moved down there, and now he's singing in Voices as well. What did they have? Something... I think it was at Epcot. Uh, they had a fire, like a, a mechanical dragon burned down not long ago at Disney. Yeah, I kind of heard something about that. What happened? Oh, I, I don't know, know what happened. You know? Caught you, on fire. That's you, all I You didn't do it, right? <laughs> I didn't do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've got alibis. Good, <laughs> you think did a good job of keeping that under wraps. Yeah. <laughs> Take my show off, I'll show you. <laughs> right? Exactly. But, yeah, I saw that. Not, I mean, that just a couple weeks back. Yeah. Mm. But. What are you going to do? You talked about session work some. For somebody who may not know what that is, what is session work? What's a session musician or vocalist do? Sure. So um, there's different types of session musicians. And so um, in my world and what I've had the opportunity to do is that you go in and someone has already arranged some music and then you have maybe a group of anywhere from eight to 12 um, in a room and, you know, um, a bass, tenor, alto, soprano, you know, that kind of a thing. And you have all of these songs that you have to get through. You decide, you know, they tell you, hey, it's going to be a two pass kind of a day, you know, or two take or three take kind of a day and just to thicken up the sound <clears throat> and um and then we have eight to nine songs that we need to get through and um then we just sight read the music and we'll go from one song and they'll play it and while they're getting microphone levels and such then we're just kind of going through the song making sure we're getting our bearings we'll listen uh, uh we'll kind of figure out the sound of what we're going for and then we record that one section and then, you know, lather, rinse, repeat throughout the rest of the song. But mm. these people are 
I mean, just um, amazing. My my sight reading was, you know, okay. It was not stellar in comparison in comparison to some of these people. Um, and and the more that I've been able to do it, surrounding myself with them, uh, it's just getting so much easier because you kind of start learning. It's just becomes a secondary nature and you instinctually start learning tricks that just help you with some things. But I, I remember the first session I did in town was for a star Wars video game at ocean way, yeah. uh, studios, yeah. a first session. And I'm just like, you know, through the roof, I'm like, yes, finally. <laughs> and I remember, um, we're, we're in there and they said, all right, we're going to sing in sans- Sanskrit tonight. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and if, if you don't know what Sanskrit is, if you've seen, uh, episode one, Phantom Menace, you know, the Duel of the Fates, what they're singing in there, that's Sanskrit. And so they go and they are, you know, uh, singing in, in, in English is hard enough. And singing and sight reading in English is hard enough. And then you're having to learn phonetically a different language and then you're sight reading. And I remember vividly a, a very dear friend of mine uh now shout out to shelly jennings uh, she's amazing she was standing next to me and she's sight reading this uh syncopated very difficult rhythm while doing the sanskrit at the same time mm. not skipping a beat and it was just like i just remember you know and, and it might have been like that effect with little children you know like you know with a child, the way that they see every person is the tallest person that they've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But that that's what it was like for me, just to see these people that could just like, wow, this is a whole different level of reading and and talent. And so it was really cool to be able to see it. And, it, and, and what's even better is that these people just kind of um, befriended me and um, they're so fun to be around. And um, it's such a... Uh, an honest, um, much lower pressure environment that you would think. Um, and it's high, it's high pressure in the sense that you need a quality product, obviously, but low pressure in the sense that if you're in the middle of a take and you make a mistake, you immediately just like, stop, stop, you know, can we pick up at measure, blah, blah, blah. And then you just roll on from there and then mm. you just keep on going. And that was one of the hardest things because I, being a perfectionist, wanted to just like, no, I want to nail it. I want to nail it. And sometimes I would mess up or I would mess up quietly, but then I would, you know, uh, a friend of mine or one of the other tenors that was in the stand would say, uh, stop, 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 stop. Let's pick up at this measure because they heard my mistake. So it's just better. Like you just learn how to own up your mistakes and just, you know, but it does become kind of a game. It's like, how long can I go without like messing <laughs> up, you know, like, yeah. can I, can I do it? You know? So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, and, um, and it's a really cool thing, um, that people get to do musicians. Sometimes they just, they just build the tracks from scratch. That's the hardest thing, especially for worship music, which is, you know, at times can get a little bit formulaic, but we don't think that these musicians come in and they might have a little bit of a mock-up track of some sort. And especially rhythm section, guitar, bass, drums, keys, they get in there, they throw a click and then they throw them a chart in front, and then they just start working out arrangements there on the fly. And so a lot of the things that you end up hearing, yeah, you'll have some overdubs here and there. Of, you know, if you if you go to multi tracks, 
you'll see songs that have seven or eight guitars and it's just like, wow, you know, we're going to need some volunteers, you know, but, <laughs> but it's, it's really neat uh, to be able to see that. And these people, they just, they just sit there and they do that day in and day out, you know, and they have something that, I, you know, it's, vocalists obviously don't really have this, but it's something that's called cartage, which is basically you pay, I hope I don't butcher this, but it's basically you keep your stuff in a certain storage um, if you're doing sessions daily. And so instead of you bringing your gear, um, you know, uh, or as a part of your studio fee or whatever, they, they were paying for your cartage. And so the your guitars and your amp and your pedal board are there when you get to the studio. Mm. And then when you leave, you leave and then they they go, you know. And so it's like, they pay as a part of that fee, you know, for you to not have to, because, you know, sometimes in the middle of a song, it's like, well, I don't necessarily want the tone of this kind of guitar. So I want a different guitar. Okay. Well, if you have eight guitars, are you going to carry all eight guitars in with you? Or are you going to carry all three amps with you? You know, like it gets a little bit difficult. And so a lot of these musicians, they'll just, you know, have that paid for and then they'll just show up and their gear is there, you know, mm. which is kind of the dream. <laughs> so, you know, Carlos talked about session work and he's done session work for some pretty famous people, a uh, famous jazz singer, blues singer, Josh Stone. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and uh, also you've done some stuff with Smitty, Michael W. Smith. I did. Yeah. And, mm. um, but I want you to tell them a story because I think oh, this boy. is one of the coolest things you've done. All right. And it's also, one of the first times you were telling me you were going to get to work, not work with, but your idol was going to get to hear you sing. Mm. So Carlos is a giant fanboy of this uh, this singer. He's pretty good. Uh, his name's Bocelli. Oh and, yeah. Uh huh. And so, uh, little singer named Ed Sheeran. Uh, his people contact Carlos, correct? That, well, it's funny they contacted my friend. Is this, they, the same, is this the same? Is this the same friend? David, yeah, it's okay, David. They okay, contacted wow. David. Yeah. So, I don't know why I gave him air quotes <laughs> yeah, either. Yeah. So, but yeah. um, I was waiting yeah, for yeah, the yeah. story on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. nothing there. No, David. So, David, tell David, cool. See, tell alias. <laughs> right. Uh, it's Walt Disney. <laughs> yeah. um, so, tell them that story about how you basically talked to Sharon's brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and how we were at Christchurch at this time. exactly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so tell them about that mashup because that was the first time that you were kind of in the world of Pacelli, and actually, uh, just kind of pump him up some more. Oh gosh, uh, he actually just recently sang Pacelli was uh, here in Nashville for at Valentine's, yeah. and he sang in the choir. That was fun uh, for Pacelli, and wow. so if anybody yeah. was at that concert, Carlos was in the choir for that yeah. one. <laughs> uh, and, in directly behind Pacelli, but about. 30 feet back yeah. <laughs> by the back wall of Bridgestone, you know, and then far away from security, you know? <laughs> and then what, uh, what, uh, country music award show was, yeah, Carlos we, was one of the last people to sing with Naomi Judd. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he was in yeah, that choir, we were, but I'm getting, I'm getting far away from the, tell yeah. me, tell us the Ed Sheeran, uh, Bocelli story. Yeah. So, um, when I was working at, at Christ church, I was, um, the just the youth worship leader that was my main job you know and i and we honestly we we worked across um departments a lot and so if they needed me to play on a, on a sunday 
after I was done with the students, then I'd go and play second service or jump on and sing or Thursday nights. I had actually started playing, just volunteering for a long time before, um, before I started working there. But eventually I started working there. We're working with some great friends, Austin and Lindsay Adamek over there. And um, they, Austin, both of them used to live in, um, in Nashville and Lindsay was in, what was the name of One group? Girl Nation. One Girl Nation. Yeah. Lindsay Adamek was in One Girl Double Nation. Double Award nominated. And, uh, <laughs> One Girl Nation. And so, um, so we were all working together and it was just, um, just really, really fun. But I remember getting a call again from, uh, from David and just being like, Hey, um, can you do a demo for tomorrow? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, okay, um, um, so you know Bocelli hasn't really done a record in a really, like a record of original or like new his own music in a long time. Can you, like, he's going to do um, a new song, a, like a duet with Ed Sheeran. Uh, can you do a demo for that? And I was like, we got off the phone. I walked outside and I cried. Just because I, I, you know, just not only that, but because of the connection, like my grandma, when I visited her um, years ago and I was in college, she gave me this uh, greatest hits record from Bocelli and I had never really opened it. And um, and I was I remember being at, I went to Southeastern University and I had in my little you know, whatever console in the center. And I just take it out. I'm like, well, I might as well listen to it. It's a two CD thing, you know, and I open it and there's 20 bucks in there. <laughs> it's just such a grandma thing to do, you know, and, uh, but she loves, she loves, uh, Andrea Bocelli. And, um, and so when, when I got that call, it was just very emotional. And so I got to sing the demo, um, for the song, and I sent it over, and then the next day they had they wanted me to do a little Zoom meeting to uh, meet with David and Laura, and then Matthew Sheeran, who co-writes a lot of the songs with with Ed, and um, just to give me some pointers on you know some things that they might want to change, and you know some things that I need to do over. I'm like, yeah, okay, and so. Um, I get done with the Zoom meeting, and I had, again, hey, I had that Bluebird <laughs> microphone and the Scarlet <laughs> interface, <laughs> you know, in, in, yeah, in, in, in my office at the church, and I just sat there, and I recorded, you know, those those fixes, and I sent them over, and that track is a track that Bocelli used to learn the song, wow. And, wow. and that was just kind of bizarre, you know, and... Um, yeah, so that was really cool, and uh, and it was a very memorable moment. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember being in the Zoom meeting and um, trying to take a, a screenshot um, because I'm like, I want to remember this forever. <laughs> like, and I, and I hope that like nobody sees that. Like, you know, and I don't know if back then maybe they knew and they just let it happen. But I was just like, you know, <laughs> trying to be very deadpan and just. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to get the screenshot. Um, yeah, so that was that was just uh, a great memory. And then getting to sing with him in person. Um, and I remember talking to my friend, uh, one of my friends last year, and um, his common friend. She had said, "Hey, are you going to buy tickets to the Bocelli concert?" And I said, "I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm I'm not going to buy tickets. Like I'm going to sing at that concert." And, and, um, and she said, well, you know, um, you know, yes, awesome. Like she was super supportive. And, 
Um, and as the time got closer, I was like, maybe I should buy tickets. Because <laughs> he, he had never been to Nashville, ever. And oh. so I'm like, if I miss this and I don't go see him, like, I'm going to be really bummed out. You know, so I'm, I'm like trying to, you know, get, go in my car and look for pennies, you know. Open up some CDs <laughs> yeah, from yeah, Grandma. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm trying yeah, try to open up some CDs. I'm, I'm having, you know... Uh, you know, uh, friendly children sell $10 candy bars at the gas station, you know, for Jay, you know. It's uh, a whole other story. Nice. Catch that one on the bloopers yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, then a friend reached out and, and said, hey, we're going to put together a choir to sing for this. You know, do you want to be a part of it? And, um, and I was like, yeah, of course. And so when we got on stage, he, first off, he sound checked one song because, of course, <laughs> and uh, but then when the concert started and and you're back there, you know, and I've been in Bridgestone, I've been in, in Bridgestone for the Sin Conference with the Gettys, and you know, it's a large building. But when you're on stage and you're all the way in the back, and you just look up, and the place was packed. I don't think it was sold out, but it pretty darn close. And you look out there and sometimes in movies when you look and you know that there's like CGI crowds and, you know, that has that certain kind of look. It looked like it was CGI to my eyes, wow. like just because there were so many people and I just look up and I'm like, what in the world is going on? And when he walked on stage and people started cheering, I just remember feeling my heart just beating and I looked at my watch and my heart rate was, I think, at 119 BPMs, mm -hmm. just sitting there. <laughs> wow. And we hadn't even started singing. And 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 I just nudged my friend, um, and, and I'm like, look. And he just kind of smiled at me, but it was just a, a great, great night. Yeah. What started you, like, like singing? Did you start just singing, like, in church? Is that, yeah, what, is that what got yeah. did, did your, did your mm -hmm. family? Did you come from? Singers, what what impacted or what started you to, to yeah sing? yeah um, my 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 entire family sings so my dad sings um, and he still serves in the worship team at his church my mom sings my sister sings my grandparents uh, <clears throat> at least my grandma sang all my other grandparents have passed but. Um, and the one that's still with us, she sings the least, but everyone else <laughs> <laughs> um, But uh, yeah, I grew up in, in, in church and I started singing when I was three. Mm -hmm. And I remember just like any other um, family, I guess, in the 90s, whether in the U.S. or in Puerto Rico, where I grew up, like my my parents traveled a lot from so on Sunday nights, you know, it wasn't uncommon for us to have a little sound system in the car, and we would travel mm -hmm. to a church and sing at a church. And was it was it little in the nineties? Did they make little sound systems? I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, that was all yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely heard us coming. <laughs> no, uh, but it, it was um, it was a, a really interesting thing. But I, being a kid, you know, I remember I had these friends of mine, my neighbors were my best friends, and um, we played basketball and baseball all the time, and and I just remember we were, like many, many of us, you know, it was church anytime the doors were open, and so I, at some point, like, like I want to go out and play, I want to go out mm -hmm. and, you know, 
um, just hang out with my friends. It's like, sorry, I can't hang out on Sunday nights because I have to go back to church. And so, or I can't go to church, but I'm going to go to another church and sing. Mm -hmm. And so there was a resentment that just kind of grew in me of just, um, and then eventually my, my, um, you know, I would tell people when I didn't want to sing, I was like, probably like 10, uh, they said, you know, do you want to do this thing? And I'm, I'm like, no, my voice is changing. You know, I, just like, <laughs> I can't, I, I can't right now. I, I appreciate it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, at, <laughs> like my, my, my voice is changing. You know, and, uh, it's just really, they would laugh at me, you know, and, um, and then we moved to the States and, and, um, it was all different. You know, we ended up going to, um, uh, to an Assemblies of God church at the time, and um, and it was an American church. We ended up not visiting a Hispanic church, and we my parents are still now they're in a new building with a new pastor who was a youth pastor there for 16 years prior to the transition, uh, but they're still at the same church. There was a, a five year gap in there where I was serving at a church in in Orange Park where they came with me to that church because they're like, my son, my dad basically said, my son is still young. I want to like keep a close eye on him from a distance, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, just to make, basically he's like, I just want to make sure that they don't beat him up too, too bad. Mm -hmm. And, um, but then after that they returned and, um, but yeah, everyone sang. And so we, we've been singing, you know, and, but when I moved to the States at the age of 13, no friends, no, you know, didn't know anybody, New culture, you know, I, I was already bilingual by the time I moved here, but um, still had a bit of an accent, and and then um, all of a sudden it, it just became a, um, uh, music just became a refuge and a shelter, and, uh, and I all of a sudden liked singing again. <laughs> and I remember, uh, y'all know who Steve Green is, right? Steve Green? Yeah. You know who Steve Green yeah. is. Okay. <clears throat> Come on, guys. No, no one <laughs> wants to say it. I'm, I'm it's sorry, okay. No, I do not know. No, no, it's totally okay. I, I, shook, totally okay. I shook my head, but my microphone went out, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of us yeah, all yeah. of a sudden went mute. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, yeah. lying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lying. No, no, no. Um, so he, uh, you'll know this name, Sandy Patty. Mm. Yeah, so they, they often heralded him as the male Sandy Patty. I think they were born in the same year, but he was, uh, he was in that same era um, of the Hosanna music in the eighties. And he was just this huge tenor voice. Um, a great testimony grew up as a missionary kid in Argentina and then moved, you know, back to the States and, you know, um, you know, has this beautiful story about how the Lord saved him and, and all that stuff. And then in his late twenties, he was like, oh, I'm just going to dedicate my life to sharing the gospel through song. And so he was a great, Christian operatic sounding tenor, and uh, and he still does does ministry. I think he's in his mid sixties now. But um, but I just grew up. I had grown up listening to him because he was also bilingual. So I grew up listening to his records. And uh, our neighbor had told my dad, "Hey, invited my dad over to uh, there was a church. Uh, was it called Deer Meadows Baptist? Yeah, yeah." And so. And it was literally right down the road from our house. And so we're like, Steve Green's going to be here. I'm so excited. You know, so I'm, I'm stoked. That, you know, and I was 14. And I, I remember going to see him in concert. And at this point, I was going to school. Uh, I wanted to be a mechanical engineer. That was my dream. And I, I went to a magnet school in Jacksonville, studying IT, uh, doing all that stuff. And 
I left that concert and I told my dad on the way home, I was like, dad, I want to talk to you. I was like, I think I want to be a musician, you know? And he was like, (gasps) (laughs) 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 yeah, (laughs) you know, Uh, and, um, and he said, you know, that just started the trajectory, the trajectory of my dad. He, He said, Hey, um, I'll support you because I wanted to be a painter. And my dad said, you can't do it because you're going to starve. And, um, and he said, but if you're going to do this, you have to be good. And he's like, because it is going to be extremely hard. And, um, and then from there, there on, he's like, he paid for every guitar lesson and he was at every guitar lesson. He, uh, paid for voice training, you know, then he encouraged me. I went to college and got my degree in voice and like, every performance he was there with a tripod and a camera and now with his cell phone but on a skinny tripod you know (laughs) y'all know those amazon tripods that are like you know you know two inches tall when compressed and then it's just like whoa you know um and and that's just been it and even a couple of days ago i don't know if it was yesterday the day before he just texted me and it was just very encouraging still just pushing of just like hey like you know i i I believe in you, you know, doing this, whatever. And so it's just like really, really cool to have that. But yeah. That's cool. So your voice is a tool, obviously, that you use. And you talked about, uh, you know, you got a phone call. Hey, I need you to record this tomorrow kind of thing. Have you ever been sick or had something wrong with your voice where you missed out on something that was fast like that? Uh, Yeah. Um. There's been some stuff um, that I've just um, not been able to do. Um, there were some Your sessions. Your voice was changing or something? Yeah, yeah <laughs> I texted him, you know, I said, my voice is changing. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I had. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> right, you made it this long. Good job. Thank you. I did all right. <laughs> uh, Mom, please don't watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I, I had, I think, either a sinus infection or something, and I, I just had to call the day of I had told and I texted my friend and I was like hey this is another another guy who had booked me and I said hey man like I'm sick like I I tried to get better I'm not gonna be able to make it I'm sorry and I texted him with a couple of hours but beforehand but if there's one good thing that came from this pandemic is that people began to be way more understanding of those Mm. things you know, beforehand, if you don't show up to a session, you know, they've got their first call list of people like, here's my first call. And if you can't do it, um, then maybe, you know, you're a couple of rungs down. And oftentimes, if you're a couple of rungs down, and then they call you, and then you don't do it, then you don't really get called again. And so this was one of those things um, that ended up working out for the good because now if you're really sick that morning of everyone's like no please don't show up sick (laughs) because back then it was like oh i've just got a little bit of a cough you know and then you just show up you you're you know you've taken medicine hopefully and then you just kind of zombie through the day because you you have to work to live you know and so uh, so yeah, so I've missed a, a couple of those. I've also done, you know, some still do some recordings from home. You know, so if they call me to do a demo for a song, I've done a couple of those. 
um, for um, like day wind practice tracks and stuff like that. They'll call me, hey, can you do a song? And there's been a couple of times where I've been on the tail end of a cold and I'm just, but thankfully because I'm just recording at home, I can just take my time with it and just like, mm. you know, if I'm hacking up a lung, I can just take some time, gather myself, you know, um, you know, drink some water, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What about the time, didn't you get really sick in Illinois when you were doing a Christmas special up there? Um, I'm trying to remember which time that was because I know you either called me or text me and you were like super congested, had a fever. Oh, that was in Canada, Canada. I was okay. in Canada and I was up there with Tenore. So I went, this was again, this is way back, way back then. Uh, I go up there and, um, this, uh, one girl who was singing, she showed up the day um of we had i think it was like we had some crazy like three services on the sunday morning two concerts that that sunday was the final day but we had a rehearsal wednesday rehearsal thursday two concerts a friday two concerts saturday two concerts sunday and three services that sunday morning and and so that first day when we showed up (laughs) that first day when we showed up uh this girl shakes our hand and then someone sees her from that church that knows her. It's like, hey, are you feeling better? Oh, and she's no. like, yes, my fever broke this morning. Oh. You know? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so I wake up, um, <laughs> I wake up, you know, Sunday morning. Or actually, I was already feeling unwell. And so the cough was starting to settle in. And I try to go to a grocery store. I'm like looking for NyQuil, severe cold and flu, you know, I'm looking for some star spangled, you know, (laughs) you know, good old cough medicine. And, you know, for better or worse, they have those locked up (laughs) behind, you know, in a certain area and, you know, in Canadian pharmacies and they were already closed. It was like 8 p.m., but pharmacies, Uh I guess, closed like at seven or something. And (laughs) and I just could not get any kind of medicine and so the next morning i wake up and i am literally like just shaking in bed with a fever aches and everything and then i just uh I'm like, hey guys, I'm sick. They're like, cool, you know, we still gotta sing. And I'm like, I'm singing, you know. <laughs> and so I sang, and I did all 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 the concerts, and you know, miraculously, my my voice held up. But wow. it it was not fun. <laughs> A little maple syrup. That's all I you know, needed. I should have done yeah. that. I should have done that. <laughs> that would have yeah. worked. Yeah, squeeze some tree bark, and yeah, been okay. <laughs> it's everywhere in Canada. Yeah. Yep. 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 Well, Carlos, thanks for coming on. We're going to put you on the spot here like we haven't already. But <laughs> sure. Do you have one story, whether it's from a church, from a show, from something cool, a funny story, or like, can you believe this story? Oh, that gosh. You can, you can leave us. This is a family program. Go, go. <laughs> funny so. story. I'm trying to think. <laughs> we, we do have a beep button. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Is, is there, is Amen. there something? The holiness us, button. Send the us holiness out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we should keep PG. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> G. Um, a story you can just send us off with. Sure. So um, my first um, year here that fall in 2019, I had the opportunity to be in a Netflix show as well. It was a karaoke singing show. Um Basically, yeah. And so I, I didn't really want my church to know about it. So I just took uh, some days off. And so I I sang uh, Sunday morning 
And then I went straight to the airport. I flew to London to Pinewood Studios where they had just wrapped up filming the last Bond movie. And then uh, they were working on Jurassic World, like the last one. And they were starting to work on that. And so we're up there and they brought us to the um, to the studio and it's like 8.30 in the morning. And then they're like, all right, everyone put your phones in these you know, little baggies, say goodbye to them until the day's over. And <clears throat> you're not gonna go on recording. We're recording episodes all day. Your episode's gonna be recorded at like 7.30. So that whole day we had rehearsals, um, like performance coaches and just whatever to be on TV. They were like, everyone smile, 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 you know, and we were sitting in this tiny little room and they were like, hey, you can't strategize. If we catch you strategizing, you're kicked out. And they hadn't told us because they, what they had said is that it was going to be like rock band and just kind of sing the song. And if you stay within the little line, mm. you know, uh, but they randomized the lyrics. So at any given point, you need to be ready to sing whatever lyric they, they send your way. And um, we knew the songs ahead of time. So thankfully, we were able to practice the cuts that they had sent us, but we didn't know which part they were going to pick. And so we were in this little room with a bathroom, uh, a toilet that barely worked. <laughs> yeah, it was really, you know, and um, and it's funny. One of one of them, uh, I will not name who, but one of them definitely, um, the, the toilet would not flush for mm. one of them. It's <laughs> uh, unfortunate. And it was really funny. Uh, it ended up working later on, but there was a good half hour break. There was like, yikes, uh. you know. <laughs> but but we ended up. Uh, uh, we ended up doing the show, and um, and it was a surreal experience. It, it was awesome. Um, it was one of those really weird things where it's just like during breaks, people are walking up to you and like you know touching up your makeup and like here here's your water bottle, and you're like you know like uh, <laughs> while they're putting makeup on you. And um, the show was over, uh, and I had. They kept telling us to smile so much that I got a tension headache from smiling and my cheeks cramped by the end of the day. And so at that night, um, I ended up eating a whole pizza by myself because I was just starving. And then that next day, I it was Wednesday, I flew back. I landed in Nashville, Nashville at 4 p.m., uh, took an Uber home, got in my car, drove to church, and led worship that Wednesday night. Goodness. And just so that they wouldn't <laughs> wow. know, that just so that gone. they wouldn't know that I was gone. You Insane. know, I just took a Tuesday. Mondays we had off, so I took a Tuesday. Wow. They were like, oh, he just took a day off. He just needed a breather. So I just was like, I don't want them to know that I'm gone. I'm doing anything. So it was a crazy kamikaze wow. kind of a trip. but. Impressive. It, it worked out for the good. I mean, I went That's to crazy, Louisville, yeah. Kentucky over the weekend, and I thought that was getting out of town. I didn't fly to <laughs> yeah. London. Yeah. Yeah. I got a middle Quick seat trip. on the way to London, which oh, was the worst. Oh, no. This you lady fell a middle seat. Oh, okay. And and this lady was almost falling asleep on me, and then a gentleman next to me was just very big-armed and just was very comfortable. So I flew nine hours in a middle seat wow. uh, to to London, and that was very, uh, I will not miss that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I flew to Europe one time. I was on the aisle. A friend of mine next to me 
he was probably he's probably six one and he was two sixty, two seventy. And he took some uh he had some assistance for him to sleep on the plane. Sure. Um I think he took some special vitamins or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But he was just like on me the whole time. <laughs> so I mean this dude's head weighed twenty pounds or more. So I'm just I, I mean after a couple hours, I'm slinging yeah. his head off, and he, like yeah. a big bear, kind of. Well, too sixty, too <laughs> furious, you know what I mean? <laughs> just like drops back on me. I'm like, dude, I didn't, That's I didn't awesome. know he had taken yeah. something to sleep yeah. until after we landed. And he's, oh man, this is what I took. I was yeah. like, well, thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> and now so. a word from our sponsors. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that we can get sponsored by that corporation, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll listen to all offers. <laughs> Mailroom at gpstheguide.com. Brought to you by Ambien. <laughs> so, let's see. Do you have a favorite Bible verse? Um, I think it's Psalm 40, verse 8. Um, I think it's, I desire to do your will, Lord. Your law is in my heart. And that's uh, been a really strong um, Bible verse through the years. And then... The one, um, I don't know if any of you have, have read the Dane Ortland book, uh, Gentle and Lowly, and, um, you know, everyone knows, you know, take my yoke, you know, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Um, but I, for some reason, even though I've read the Bible cover to cover, I forgot, as you know, it says right there from Gentle and Lowly of Heart. And so when I read that book, and it's just like, wow, like just out of that verse, it's like that Christ's heart for sinners it's like he's gentle and lowly, just yeah, like I'm calling you in, you know, and in your worst part, I'm calling you in. So that, that, that's been something that I've held really dear in the last few years of just like, you know, any, any I, I've seen, I, I don't know if you guys have seen this meme, and it's like anytime that anyone says anything bad about me, it's like, it's okay. I sing hymns that say worse things about myself, you know, <laughs> that, kind of, that kind of a thing, you know. So it's like, I just kind of hold that close to my chest. And it's just like, you have no idea. I'm way worse than you think I am <laughs> deep, deep in my soul. <laughs> Good. And there's no better way to end the show <laughs> no. than that right there. Yeah, that's, that's a good close. So, right Carlos, there. man, thanks for coming yeah, on. It was great. So yeah, man. thank you guys. I, I mean, I, I can't even remember the entire gamut we've covered. Netflix, Harmonious Live with Disney, 8 million views going on a viral video. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. I mean, just, yeah. you Car know. Karaoke in London on a day yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I like that. Next time someone My says, you want to go to karaoke, <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to London. You know <laughs> 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 Come back and be here in time for Wednesday night. I mean, my goodness. It's good stuff right there. Way to ruin it for the rest of us. Wow. I mean that that's a bang. I don't know how else we end yeah, it, but to say we good. we gotta go, man. Carlos, yeah. thanks. That was awesome. Right, thank you guys. Mm -hmm. Come back anytime and uh I know you gotta have more stories. All this we'll stuff. We just more. scratched yeah. the surface. So awesome. thanks for being here. You all know it. We love you. God loves you more. We'll see you next week. That's perfect. That's so great. Was good. So I have a question for you, but I, I didn't want to say it on there. We can edit it in if you want to, but I just, with all the Disney and everything. You always do this. With, with you. Thank you for listening to GPS to God. Please leave us a rating on your podcast app and also subscribe on YouTube. Hit the bell. If you would like to receive notifications when new episodes air.